At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, the hour you've all been waiting for the Circa College Hoops Challenge. I'm here at the uh, VSIN studio in the Circa Sportsbook downtown Las Vegas on a Friday night as we break down our best bets for the Saturday College Hoops card. And Big Tim Murray joins me now. He is in fourth place in the contest as we head to week number six. 13, 11, and 1 against the spread. 2 and 3 on his best bets. And uh, Tim, welcome into the show tonight. How you doing? I hope you didn't have Fresno State plus 3. Sure did. <laughs> so did I. That's okay. Sure did. We'll survive. Why didn't, why, why didn't they foul? I don't understand. You miss a 3 with like 8 seconds to go. You would think you would foul to try to keep the dream alive, but not the case. Well, it was a one-point game late. We're catching three. You could always be on the wrong side of that in-game nonsense, and that was the case with uh, Fresno State tonight. I'll tell you also, in the Mountain West, UNLV closed a nine-point favorite here at the Circus Sportsbook, minus, as high as minus 450 on the money line in some spots. Stole, literally stole a win yeah. in the final seconds with a, a layup, then a steal and a layup with a one second to go to beat Air Force, 54-53. Wild night in the Mountain West. And, Tim, you do have a Mountain West play on your card for Saturday. We're not going to start there, though. We're going to start in the uh, Big Ten. And uh, Tim Murray is sharp as a Ginsu knife on this one. Okay. Iowa opened a four-and-a-half-point favorite. This is a popular play, the Hawkeyes, in this contest. Tim, the three-point shooting for Iowa has been absolutely awful the last two games, but they're back in Carver-Hawkeye Arena. This number opened four-and-a-half. Circa's up to six. You got the best of it with the Hawkeyes. 
Yeah, I mean, situationally, uh, as as you and I, Matt, like to handicap, this is as good of a spot as you can get. Iowa coming off back-to-back road losses. They haven't lost a home game since one of the biggest upsets in college basketball history back pre-Christmas when they lost to Eastern Illinois as a, what, 32-point favorite. But since then, they've continuously won at home. And I believe, Matt, they are five for 51 from three in their last two games. And that's just not going to be, that's just not sustainable, especially when you're a team that shoots uh, as many threes as as the Hawkeyes do. Not that they're a great three-point shooting team, but volume-wise, it's, it's going to get better. And then, mm-hmm. as you and I love to do, the big R, revenge. And uh, they did lose to the Spartans back on January 26th. I think this is a great spot to grab Iowa and then Michigan State coming off of uh, a nice win uh, against Indiana, bouncing back. And we know the emotions certainly very high with everything that's been unfolded on the campus of East Lansing over this uh, this past week or so. So I think Iowa back at home off of back-to-back losses and certainly something that you and I have discussed quite a bit, you know, this time of year with seeding and everything that's incorporated with these games, uh, I like the Hawkeyes back at home and uh, yeah, laying four and a half initially up to six at some spots. Uh, it's what I like to see. So I think this is a great spot to back the Hawkeyes. Well, like I said, you got the best of the number, Iowa minus four and a half. That's an early tip off, by the way, 9 a.m. Pacific, 608 on the rotation, Iowa over Michigan State, Tim Murray's first play. I do uh, factor conference revenge into it. You know, that's uh, going to be uh, a part of the handicap when you talk about Texas Baylor, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, uh, games like that tomorrow. How about Arkansas, Alabama? The first time around, the Hogs got blown out at home, Tim. But I think the handicap now is more about Brandon Miller and this whole situation that Nate Oates has got to deal with at Alabama. Major distraction. And uh, he's he's got a game plan here for a Razorbacks team that's a full strength and it's going to be hard to handle. This game just missed my cut, Tim. I was hoping to get Arkansas plus 10. It opened 9. Now it's down to 8 at DraftKings. You like the Hogs as road dogs. Yeah, and this might be a bit of a popular play, uh, certainly with everything that's been going on with Alabama. And you and I talked about it on Wednesday night's podcast. Um, you know, I know this is a spot that Ed, you had pointed out. And, you know, for Arkansas, this is not a team that is. Eric Musselman's favorite, I guess you would you would you could put. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Nick Smith returning and his performance that we saw against Georgia, you have to wonder. I mean, Nick Smith is is likely going to be what a top five pick, Matt, in this upcoming NBA draft. And you know, there's a good chance that when you look at college basketball players in 2023, Nick Smith and Brandon Miller. Could very well be the top two players selected. Now, Victor Wembanyama and uh, I, I forget the name of the other scooter. I'm, I'm blanking on the guy, the guy who plays for the, the Vegas uh, G League team. Regardless, mm-hmm. uh, two of the best or most talented college basketball players are going to be playing in this game. And if Nick Smith is fully healthy and fully engaged like he seemed to be against Georgia, um, it, it seems like a good spot to back Arkansas. And I've always liked Matt, you know, especially thinking back to his Nevada days. I've always liked backing Eric Musselman as a dog. Yeah. And who knows what the mindset is of this 
uh, Alabama team. And and we talked about on the podcast, uh, you know, I know you had South Carolina in that spot. And it's not only Brandon Miller, but it's the majority of this team, whether it's Clowney or, um, you know, Gurley, a lot of these pieces, Griffin, they're all freshmen, Matt. And this is a very young team that is dealing with uh, obvious, you know, just so many um, things going on around them in Alabama. So if I'm catching nine with a team that seems to be hitting its stride a little bit in Arkansas here, uh, I'm going to take that spot. So that's why situationally I looked at it. And I also think Arkansas is kind of hitting uh, its stride at the right time. So catching nine on the road, I'm a row with uh, Woo Pig Suey here in this spot. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to have a bet on that, too. And, um, you know, it's not only the players. His coach, Nate Oates, has got yeah. a lot to deal with. You know, aside from trying to game plan for Arkansas, he's got a lot of well, stuff uh, going on every day. What's up? Yeah, man, I want I want. I mean, I mentioned this this morning when I was filling in for Mitch and Pauly on, on Follow the Money. You know, SportsCenter led off with Alabama basketball. That doesn't happen. Right. I mean, Sports Center doesn't lead off with with college basketball often, especially a regular season game. And I heard Gary Parrish talking about this. He's gone on TMZ, CNN, et cetera. I mean, this is a national story and it's not going away. So I do think that's something, you know, thinking long term, you know, if you're thinking about what team you want to get involved with in the futures market, Alabama's as talented as they come. And certainly has the talent to win a national championship. But, you know, once you get into SEC tournament, the NCAA tournament, Matt, the media is just going to amplify. And this story is not going away. And, you know, we have to think about it as, you know, as betters. That's something you have to kind of keep, you know, thinking about. This is going to weigh on them. And it's not this is a story that is not going away over the next six weeks. Uh, you're right about that. Uh, San Jose State's never had a controversy on this level. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk San Jose State basketball. Yeah. Even though the coach, Tim Miles, might be moving on to bigger and better things after this season. Uh, it's Boise, San Jose. Broncos off one of the uh, the sick, most, uh, sickest non-cover uh, wins you're ever going to see. Uh, point uh, Their guard, Marcus Shaver, missed four free throws in the final 17 seconds, and New Mexico hit a three at the buzzer to lose by five at Boise a couple nights ago. This has been a trend with uh, Boise blowing late leads, blowing covers, winning the game, but blowing the cover. And uh, Boise was opened a six-point favorite, closed five in that game against uh, New Mexico. Here we've got Boise opening as a three or three-and-a-half-point favorite at San Jose State, three at Circa, three-and-a-half at DraftKings. Tim Miles has done a phenomenal job here with the Spartans. I do think he's going to be on to a bigger job after this season. A week ago tonight, Tim, San Jose was blown out at home by New Mexico. You think the Spartans can hang with Boise here? You're taking the three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I think twofold. I've, you know, you're buying maybe a little bit low uh, on San Jose State after back-to-back double-digit losses. You mentioned the New Mexico game last Friday night. Uh, where at home. Jalen House returns, and they get absolutely hammered by New Mexico. And then they go on the road to Reno on Tuesday. They lose that game by 15. So they're back at home against Boise State. This is certainly going to be a big game, a team that they lost to earlier in the season on the road and what was a very close game against Boise State. But also what plays into this one for me, Matt, is the situational spot for Boise. 
Boise just had a big time win against New Mexico on Wednesday night. Uh, they got revenge. Uh, they lost to New Mexico at the pit in uh, in an overtime game on a Friday night. They get revenge at home against a full-strength New Mexico team. And what also played into the handicap for me, Matt, is what's waiting in the wings for Boise State. Tuesday night, they, go to, uh, they get to host San Diego State, which is going to be just an enormous game for the Mountain West. So, you know, your, 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 your sandwich spot here for uh, Boise State and uh, for San Jose State coming off back-to-back losses. So situationally, I really love the spot for the Spartans. And, you know, Tim Miles, like you mentioned, has has done an incredible job with the San Jose State team. They've overachieved. They've had some big wins, you know, a win at home against Utah State. Um, you know, and this would this would kind of be the crown jewel of the season if they were able to pull off this upset against Boise State. So catching three and a half situationally, I really liked it for San Jose State here, uh, especially last Saturday night game of the regular season. You know, that that arena is not the most, you know, uh, daunting environment, certainly in the Mountain West. But I think an opportunity at home Saturday night against a, a big time team like Boise State and Boise State with San Diego State, you know, on deck. Uh, that's what I'm going to take the points here with uh, the Spartans at home. First three plays for Tim Murray, Iowa minus four and a half, Arkansas plus nine, San Jose State plus three and a half. When we come back, Tim's going to explain why he's got to play on a team that's two and 15 in conference and tied for last. We'll be back here in a couple minutes. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, back here in the Circa College Hoops Challenge Show, and uh, Tim Murray is my guest right now. He's actually off to a good start in this contest. That uh, I was trying to call up the standings here. We are at. 13, 11, and 1, fourth place, 13 and a half points, only two points out of first. And, uh, Tim, you're going to back a red-hot fighting Irish team here that's 2-15 uh, and 15 in ACC play with very <laughs> impressive victories over Georgia Tech and Louisville. All right, so Notre Dame on the uh, rotation tomorrow. <laughs> Notre Dame, 743, catching seven points at Wake Forest. What do you like about Mike Bray's fighting Irish against Wake? Look, when you have an opportunity to grab a team like Notre Dame catching seven with wins over Louisville and, like you said, Georgia Tech in overtime, you just have to do it, Matt. No, the reason I'm I'm grabbing Notre Dame here is there's three games left in the Mike Bray era at Notre Dame. Um, in my opinion, you know, and people could disagree and say that Digger was the best college basketball coach in Notre Dame history. It doesn't matter. R- regardless, tomatoes, tomatoes. I think this team is playing for Mike Bray down the stretch. And you look at their final, their most recent games, North Carolina at home, they cover, don't win. On the road at Virginia last week, I know a play that you had, which was Notre Dame catching, I think, 13 and a half. And they you know, had an opportunity on the final possession to win that game. And they played right with Duke uh, a couple a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago as well. So I actually think this Notre Dame team is playing hard for Mike Bray down the stretch. And, you know, they haven't won a game since that Louisville game at home in late January. They're going to want to try to figure out a way. And maybe it's Wednesday against Pittsburgh. But they're going to want to try to find a way to get another win for Mike Bray. Uh, Mike Bray is such a, a likable guy. Players loved him, and uh, things have obviously slowed down there, and, and, and his career has ended at Notre Dame. So that, and then Wake Forest, look, I backed them on Wednesday. 
Uh, I thought that was a good spot to get the Demon Deacons against NC State. Obviously, it didn't come home. NC State red hot, and, and Wake Forest turned the ball over a bunch. But I, I'm just curious about Wake Forest's, at this point, kind of motivation and, and where their mindset is. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Irish here, catching seven, because I think this team is still playing hard for Mike Bray in his final three regular season games. Um, and uh, we'll see. Obviously, the the worry would be, A, Notre Dame's just not very good. B, Notre Dame stinks defensively, and Wake Forest is a top 30 team in adjusted offensive efficiency. So there's plenty of issues uh, to worry here. But I think, you know, recent track record, Matt, says the Irish are playing hard and are going to want to play out the stretch here. So I'm going to take the points with the Irish here uh, against Wake Forest on Saturday. All right, follow Tim Murray on Twitter. When things start to go south in this game, you'll see him complaining on Twitter <laughs> early in the first half tomorrow. Matt, you uh, never get texts from me that saying, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Sweet, the Irish have missed their first eight shots, and they're down 15-2, to two. you know, something like that tomorrow. Anyway, Tim, I'm giving you a hard time, but I actually bet uh, Notre Dame in its past two games. I took the 13-and-a-half at Virginia in the two-point loss. And I took uh, six and a half the other night against North Carolina, and the Irish had a great shot to win that game and lost by four. So uh, I don't blame you here taking a seven with ND at Wake Forest. Hey, V-Sin's announcing the launch of uh, three new live shows next week. One of them's going to be uh, with me and Wes Reynolds, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific, 9 to midnight Eastern time. And that's V-Sin tonight. And, Tim, we're going to follow you guys. Your show's going to remain the same on the weeknights, right? Yes, sir. Uh, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific. I also want to mention, Tim, the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast. Uh, we break down the odds, lines, and everything with uh, you. You're the main host. Three episodes each week. And uh, I am on that with you, and so is Adam Burke. And uh, where can people find the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast? Yeah, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and uh, like you said, three episodes a week. Uh, the plan right now, and then you know we'll have NCAA tournament, we'll have special episodes. But right now, as we head into uh, you know the final two three weeks here, Matt, we'll do a Monday night, Wednesday night, and then this final hour of your show, which will transition into the final hour of your show with Wes, uh, into the feed as well. So. Uh, you know, like we did with the college football betting podcast, the college basketball betting podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And, yeah, make sure to give us a, a subscribe as, as we head into March Madness, and we'll have plenty of content to, to break down as we head into uh, the field of 68. That's the sin host, Tim Murray. And we've got his first four plays here in the Circa College Hoops Challenge. Tim, we're not going to get to your best bet quite yet. I want to ask you about this game. It is on my card. Gonzaga, a five-point favorite against St. Mary's. While we've been talking here, Circa has actually bumped the number up to five and a half. That's the first movement in the market on this game tonight. A revenge spot for the Zags. What's your handicap on St. Mary's, Gonzaga? And if uh, the Gales win, they're going to be outright West Coast Conference champs. Yeah, and the likelihood is that St. Mary's will ultimately have the, the West Coast Conference title or the one seed. But, you know, I think for Gonzaga, Matt, this environment, and we talked about it on Wednesday night's podcast, is going to be one of the more electric environments of the season. And I and I and that's not hyperbole. It's not a knock on 
what we see at Fog Allen, Cameron Indoor, Mackey, et cetera, it's going to be tremendous because Gonzaga doesn't like losing often. And they obviously, a couple weeks ago, lost in overtime on the road at St. Mary's in a game that I know you and I were on opposite sides of. And I'll be honest, you had the right side, I had the wrong side, but I was able to cash a ticket. I think Gonzaga is mad. And, you know, for a Gonzaga team, Matt, and I, I didn't hear your handicap yet on this game earlier in your show, but I'm curious if my thoughts are, are similar. This team is playing a lot better than than what they were earlier in the season. You know, in some West Coast Conference games, they lose at home to Loyola Marymount. I was very unimpressed by this Gonzaga team. And then last Thursday night, Matt, I got in front of this Gonzaga train with Loyola <laughs> at home, right. and that was a terrible mistake. They had 68 points in the first half, 108 in the game, and they are now, uh, at last check, the best offense in the country, according to Ken Palm, uh, with you know, in tops in the country in adjusted offensive efficiency. I'll be honest about this St. Mary's team, Matt. I, I get it. You know, the numbers are really high on them. I, I don't see it right now. I mean, they've got some pieces, and you know, um, they've got great coaching in in Randy Bennett, but. They also have a freshman who kind of leads the charge there, Aiden Mahaney. And is he going to be ready for an environment like he's going to walk into tomorrow night in the kennel? So when the number opened five, I was a little surprised it was that high. I was hoping to get maybe a rogue three. Obviously, that was not the case. Everywhere you looked, it was five. I took a little on the five. I also think uh, a revenge money line parlay with Purdue and Gonzaga is probably the way I'm going to ultimately go here, Matt. But I, I would be surprised if Gonzaga does not take care of business tomorrow night at the kennel on, it's not technically the final game for Drew Timmy at home. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, this is going to be the biggest game of the season for the Zags at home. And uh, it'll be an incredible environment. Yeah, Aiden Mahaney, the young uh, point guard, is going to be a tough environment for him. He scored only 10 points when uh, St. Mary's was on the road to BYU. I'm not as high on the St. Mary's team as a lot of people. Gonzaga's on my card. Zags minus five. Uh, Tim, let's get to your best bet because we've got uh, two minutes to go. Yep. It is Oklahoma State, 654 on the rotation. You laid a good number here. Cowboys open minus two. Circuit just went to minus three on this game. Yeah, I mean, once again, situationally, I, I love this spot for Oklahoma State. This is a desperate spot for the Cowboys. They've lost three straight games, double digits in all of them. Last Saturday night, they played, or last Saturday afternoon, I should say, they played TCU on the road. TCU went off for 100 points. Mike Miles returned, and then they lo lost earlier this week to West Virginia. They've had a, a ample time to prepare for Kansas State. This is a revenge spot. They lost to Kansas State uh, back in early January on the road. And as we know, the Big 12 is just every single step of the way. It's a, it's a war. And, you know, if you look at some of the bracketologies, 10, 11 seed for Oklahoma State, this is a desperate spot for the Pokes. And then Kansas State, Matt, Kansas State's coming off wins over Iowa State and Baylor at home. They are not a very good road team. Uh, you look at some of their road games, they lost five straight road games in Big 12 play. So 
I think this situationally stacks up very advantageous for the Pokes, and that's why I made it my best bet. I think Oklahoma State is desperate. They need the win here, and I will roll with Oklahoma State in this spot against the Purple Cats. That's Tim Murray's best bet, Oklahoma State minus two. He's also got Iowa minus four and a half, Arkansas plus nine, San Jose State plus three and a half, and Notre Dame plus seven. Tim, you've been up since four in the morning on shows here on VSIN. Get some sleep. Thanks, man. Matt, always a, ple- a pleasure. All right, back with Greg Hoops Peterson. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. I would say on VSIN, we've got college hoops covered pretty well. If you need more college basketball insight, check out the podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops Peterson. Looks at every college basketball game on the schedule to find betting opportunities. Greg has an opinion on every college hoops game. He sets his own numbers. Coast to Coast Hoops provides unique insights and looks for those games that have solid betting opportunities. Download, download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever he gets your podcast. Here he is, the host of Coast to Coast, Greg Hoops Peterson. And you're about to hit download on tonight's podcast with what, Greg? 130 games on the rotation. I know. We're getting shorter and shorter cards by the week. But you know what? That just means that the action is heating up and the mayhem of conference tournaments is about to be aboard. And it's great to be aboard with you. Thank you. Selection Sunday is March 12th, one of the uh, great days of the year. All right, Hoops, let's uh, tip it off here with uh, the first of your five plays and. It's going to be in the SEC. You're going to bet against Buzz Williams. Texas A&M on the road against Mississippi State. You laid Pickham here, and uh, at Circa right now, Mississippi State a one-and-a-half point favorite. At DraftKings 1 and other spots, it's still Pickham. But you like the Bulldogs as slight home favorites. Yep, I like Mississippi State to just be able to get the win outright in this spot. I think that it's just going to be a little bit tough for Texas A&M to be able to go on the road. Mississippi State leaves a lot to be desired with their offense, but fits of the country and points a lot on a per-possession basis. I think Tolu Smith is going to be the best rebounder in this game. Texas A&M does a good job of rebounding by committee, but this Mississippi State team locks you down from three-point range. They've got so many guys, such a deep rotation that it's going to be able to match up with Texas A&M going into that environment in the great state of Mississippi. Starkville, not an easy place to play. I think a Texas A&M team that I feel like I'm starting to warm up on, but at the same time, I think we'll look back and I feel like they've overachieved just a little bit. They're going to get got like so many half at Starkville this year. I like Mississippi State to just be able to go out there, get the win in this one. You know, a week ago, there were a lot of guys in this contest who like Missouri at home against uh, Texas A&M. That did not pan out. Greg, in this spot here, A&M on the road again this Saturday at Mississippi State. I thought the Bulldogs should be – Slight home favorites here, but you got Mississippi State at pick, the opening number. And like I said, there's still a couple places out there like the Westgate Superbook tonight that have pick on this game. All right, let's stay in the SEC. 725 on the rotation, Florida and Vandy. And uh, you're going to play the total here under 145 and a half. And Greg, you actually did not get the best number here. This total at DraftKings is up to 147 and a half, so up two points from the opener. Yep, not too concerned about because Vanderbilt has been playing some very good defense at home. And having actually worked at the official flagship station of Vanderbilt Commodores before I came here, 
I can tell you that it's a little bit of a unique home court environment, and Vanderbilt gives up 13.4 points fewer for 100 possessions at home rather than in a road-slash-future-court environment. And Vanderbilt is going to be able to get a little bit of slower tempo in this game because now they've got the size advantage. John Lowe, Colin Castleton, it's season. It's done. Florida doesn't have a lot of three-point shooting to start out with. They shoot 32% from three, so I feel like they're going to be pretty rudderless in this game. The Florida still a top-60 team in their own right in terms of points slot on a per-possession basis and actually haven't traveled badly with their defense, but with Vanderbilt. Liam Robbins, one of the most meaningful players to their respective teams in all of college basketball, as they have generated nearly 3.3 blocks per contest. He does a nice job being able to give this team a lot of scoring as well, but Vanderbilt, they've given up fewer than 70 points in three of their last five games. I think the Florida is going to be taking a step backwards, not just with their defense without Colin Castleton, but he was their top scorer as well. The uh, offense really flowed around him. I think that's Florida also going to be struggling with their offense. That's why I like this total under. Yeah, I agree with you about Leon Robbins. He played, I think, at Drake in Minnesota right before he got to uh, Vandy. Yeah. Uh, what, Greg, in your handicap of uh, the Florida Gators, what does Castleton's um, absence mean? Because I, I think uh, Florida without uh, Florida without the big man is uh, definitely not the same team. Yeah, if I had to drop them by a full four points with my mm-hmm. just overall assessment of the team, there are very few players that are worth four-plus points to a line. I feel like Colin Castleton, with everything he did for Florida, that was worth four points. All right, let's go to a game that you and Tim Murray are going head-to-head on. Uh, Tim is taking Notre Dame plus seven at Wake. You're going to lay the points here. Uh, Wake Forest minus six and a half is the number you got. And uh, Notre Dame's two and 15 in the ACC. Why are you laying the points here against Tim Murray and Mike Bray? Well, the last time these two teams faced off, Wake Forest went on the road. They were able to get a 16-point win. This is just simply a terrible matchup for Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't have very good athleticism. Meanwhile, you've got Tyree Appleby on the side of Wake Forest. The Wake Forest team that they themselves have been leaving a little bit of something to be desired with, but he's been able to do an incredible job with 18 points, six boards. There's just nobody on Notre Dame that's able to match up with them. You do have Nate Lashevsky, who's really the top player for this, for this Notre Dame team, but you've got guys that are able to do a solid job against him, like a six foot ten Austin Carr. I think that that is going to be able to neutralize the top player, Nate Lashevsky. Meanwhile, you've got so much three-point shooting with Wake Forest and Notre Dame. They play at a bottom 35 pace in terms of total possessions per game, yet they don't play any defense. They're a bottom 40 team in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. It's been just remarkable to watch how sad this Notre Dame team has been all season long, and there's just no reason to be able to take them in this spot. It feels like these guys have somewhat quit. I'm going to be one to play the points with Wake Forest as they still have a lot more to play for, try to be able to bust through and try to be able to keep their – I don't think they're going to make the NCAA tournament, but you know what? Don't tell them that because I think that they're still thinking that they've got a shot to be able to make the dance. All right, Greg's on Wake Forest minus 6.5 against Notre Dame. The Irish have covered their last two against uh, Virginia and North Carolina, but both losses – Greg, I almost played Utah. I had Utah plus seven and a half against UCLA on Thursday night, and that was a wild end game. And that one, and uh, Utah lost by seven. Trojans go from uh, Boulder, where they blew out Colorado, to Salt Lake City here. The number opened two and a half. Now it's two. You like the home dog Utes against USC? Absolutely. I used to work also at the flagship station of the Oregon Ducks, and. 
there's one road trip in the Pac-12 that you never want any part of. That's the mountain road trip where you go from Utah to Colorado or vice versa, from Colorado to Utah. And that's exactly what USC is looking to do. You've got a Utah team that's averaging 20 and a half points more per one hour possessions with their offense at home rather than in a road slash neutral court environment. This is a Utah team that actually has been better on defense than USC has been. They're a top 25 team in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. I do think that Brandon Carlson is going to be the best low post player in this game. He's got good versatility at seven feet tall, shooting in the mid 30 from three point range. He's able to give the team 16 and a half points, seven and a half boards. With USC, they've got good bigs. They're able to lock you down for two point range. But at the same time, even though USC is really good with their two point shooting defense, they're not necessarily the best rebounding team. I think that Utah with Marco Anthony giving you a six and a half rebound frame, Wally Worcester doing a good job of being able to keep things under control, not turning the ball over. That Utah gets the job done at home, just a really bad spot in general for USC. All right, he's the host of the Greg Peterson Experience here on VSIN weeknights, and uh, also you can find him on Twitter at GUnit underscore 81. Greg right now in second place in the contest, a half game back, half point back of Will Hill. Greg is 15-10 and 10 against spread, 2-3 and three on your best bets. Let's get to your best bet. You're going to take Virginia as a dog against North Carolina, the biggest, the most disappointing team in college basketball. No doubt the biggest disappointment. The Tar Heels, though, open two-point favorites, Greg. They're up to three here at Circa and at DraftKings. Uh, you got Virginia plus two as your best bet. Yep, I do, and I'm not too worried about that line movement because I don't think you're going to need the points with Virginia. As a matter of fact, my personal bet, I'm going to be taking outright. Virginia in this spot because I just think that Virginia coming off that loss against Boston College, they shot 421 from three-point range. They're going to be able to bounce back. Virginia has such a perimeter advantage against this North Carolina team. Virginia, 39.3% three-point shooting team away from home. That's a top 10 mark in all of college basketball. North Carolina shoots 30% from three as a collective. That's a bottom 40 mark in all of college basketball. Now, Armando Baco, the first time these two teams match up, he got injured like a minute or two into that game, so that was a little bit strange. But Virginia, I think, is going to be able to do a good job down low with guys like Caden Shatterick and company being able to lock them down. And North Carolina just has honestly been a team that doesn't generate turnovers. Both of these teams take care of the ball. But what did it for Virginia the first time around, winning the turnover battle? North Carolina actually shot better from three than Virginia the first time around. Virginia still won and covered that game. I think Virginia shoots better from three this time around. I think that they're going to be able to win that turnover battle. I think that they win the game. All right, Greg Hoops-Peterson, what's a Saturday like for you when you have all these games going on? Where are you going to watch games on Saturday? Uh, mostly from home. We're going to see if we have time to stop at a restaurant like one of our favorites, Texas Roadhouse, but just a lot of watching games, tracking my best, getting set for Sunday as well. Yeah, it's a lot of games to track on Saturdays, but it's great. Uh, Greg, best of luck tomorrow. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate the time tonight. Always appreciate you, Matt. Thank you. All right, Hoops Peterson. He's 15-10. and 10. Uh, We're through five weeks of the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. We've got eight more contestants to get through. We're going to have a bunch of best bets when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, we have 10 contestants in the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. We have best bets coming up from eight of those. Stay tuned here as the hoops and hockey seasons continue. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and there's a lot more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app at BetRivers.com. 
All right, Greg Hoops-Peterson just joined us. So did Tim Murray. Let's throw up uh, Hoops' five plays in case you missed them. Mississippi State pick. That number is now uh, Bulldogs minus one and a half here at Circa. Florida Vanderbilt under 145 and a half. Wake Forest minus six and a half. Utah plus two and a half. And the best bet for Hoops-Peterson is Virginia plus two. All right, Rex Byers was in the studio tonight. He's the uh, lead odds maker at PlayUp USA. Rex, 13-12 and 12 in the contest, 2-3 and three on his best bets. He played Georgia Tech minus 5, Buffalo Toledo over 164.5, Syracuse plus 6 at Pitt, East Carolina plus 20 against number 1 Houston, and uh, the best bet for Rex Baylor minus three. Byers going with the Bears and laying the three points, and um, I'm with him on that one. All these plays are going to be up at vsin.com tonight. If you miss them here as we wrap up the show, vsin.com. Also at vsin live on Twitter. Let's get to Will Hill. He's the leader in the contest right now by a half point over Hoops Peterson. Will is 15-9-1 against the spread, 3-1-1 one, and one on his best bets. That's the best record Four of the best bets in this contest right now, three and a half points. He's got Iowa minus four and a half against Michigan State on Saturday morning. And that's a good number at circuit. Right now it's up to Hawkeyes minus six. Baylor minus three against Texas. He's taking Indiana plus eight against Purdue. That number is now down to seven. I should mention that uh, 38 years ago yesterday, Bob Knight threw the chair across the court in a game against Purdue. Indiana was a nine-and-a-half-point home favorite in that game and lost to the Boilermakers. That's why Bob was so irritated in the second half of that game. 38 years ago yesterday, the chair toss game by Bob Knight when Indiana failed as a nine-and-a-half-point home favorite against the Boilermakers. William Hill taking Indiana plus eight against Purdue in the rematch in West Lafayette. Hoosiers won the first game uh, by five last month. New Mexico plus one and a half against San Diego State. This is interesting because Circa opened Aztecs minus one. The number bumped up to two and a half here briefly tonight and now back down to uh, two or one and a half. But it looks like the Aztecs taking a little bit of money from that opener of uh, minus one here at Circa. But Will Hill going with the home dog Lobos at the pit. That's going to be a great place to be. On Saturday night, one of my uh, five favorite venues in college basketball. Great game in the Mountain West. And uh, Aztecs trying to get payback. Best bet for Will Hill, Oklahoma State minus two and a half against K-State. All right, let's move on to uh, Aaron Moore, VSIN contributor at Pub Relation Prof. He's a sports, uh, sports public uh, sports betting Sports relations, uh, public relations prof at Ryder University. I mixed up the words there. But anyway, at Pub Relation Prof on Twitter, Aaron Moore, former uh, writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer and Basketball Times. And uh, off of, he's looking for a bounce back week here. But in the contest, he's 12 and 13 and 3 uh, and 2 on his best bets. And his best bet is San Diego State minus 1. I'm with him on that play. Aztecs rarely ever get swept in the Mountain West. And I thought it was a real surprise the first time when they lost at home to New Mexico because the Lobos don't play much defense, but their guards were hot. And when Jamal Mashburn Jr. and Jalen House get hot, Lobos can be tough to stop, and that was kind of the case the first time around. 
Aztecs the far superior defensive team trying to avoid the sweep. I will say the Lobos have a lot of motivation here. They're on the bubble, and this will be a big win for them if they can get it Saturday night at the pit. But Aaron Moore, his best bet is San Diego State minus one. He's also got Creighton Villanova under 135. William and Mary minus four. Brown minus seven and a half. And then you have to go near the bottom of the rotation on Saturday night. It's not the last game. UC Irvine-Hawaii is the next to last game on the rotation. He's got the home dog, Hawaii, 792. Sorry, the home favorite. Hawaii open minus one. Now minus two at Circa and DraftKings. But he's playing 792, Hawaii minus one against UC Irvine. That's Aaron Moore. And again, his best bet, San Diego State minus one. All right, let's get to um, Greg. We talked about Tim Murray and Greg Hoops-Peterson throughout this uh, hour tonight. So let's move on to Wes Reynolds, who opened the show with me. And uh, Wes and I are going to start our new uh, weeknight show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific. VSEN tonight. That's going to be Monday night. We're going to kick it off with uh, a couple of big-time guests. So tune in Monday night for uh, that three-hour show with Wes. We're going to be doing a lot of college hoops talk over the next six weeks. Wes is 9-14-2, 10 points, 1-4 on his best bets. At Wes Reynolds 1 on Twitter, I know he's unhappy with his record, and uh, he's hungry for some winners here. Wes wants winners. He's got Iowa minus 4.5. Georgia plus 3.5. San Jose State plus 3.5. New Mexico plus 1.5. And the best bet for Wes... He agrees with uh, Hoops Peterson here. They're on the same side. Mississippi State in a pick em in that game against Texas A&M. All right, let's move on to uh, Jim Root, who was also on the show tonight. And uh, Jim, an odd-looking record here. He's 14-10-1 in the contest, 14.5 points, only one point back of the lead, but he's 0-4-1 on his best bets. His best bet is Sacramento State, Montana, under 129.5. So he's trying to get a win. On an under-the-radar game, playing under the total, Sacramento State-Montana under 129.5 is best bet. Jim Root of uh, Second Chance Points and Three Man Weave, also with the field of 68. Very sharp hoops handicapper. He's got his other four plays. Baylor minus three. Middle Tennessee minus six. Portland minus one. Got the best of the number there. And uh, he's playing the Houston-East Carolina game under the total of 135. And a half. Again, if you want to hear Jim's analysis on these games, the replay of the show up at vcin.com. Jim was on the show tonight with uh, Wes and Rex Byers, also Bruce Marshall, Tim Murray, and Hoops Peterson. Check out the replay on vcin.com. Now, Paul Stone is a good college hoops handicapper. He's off to a bad start in this contest, and uh, he needs to rally here. Paul is playing Texas Tech minus two against TCU. The Red Raiders trying to completely turn around their season. One of the uh, great stories here, if uh, they can rally late after a disastrous start in the Big 12 season. Uh, Paul Stone laying the two with the Red Raiders in Lubbock against uh, Jamie Dixon and the uh, Horned Frogs. Paul is 8-17 and 17 in the contest, 1-4 and four on his best bets. Paul is also playing Virginia, North Carolina, under 130 and a half. Vanderbilt minus three in the late night game in Spokane. 
St. Mary's, Gonzaga under 142.5. St. Mary's and the Zags under 142.5. The best bet for Paul Stone, Baylor minus three. So it's three of us who have a best bet on Baylor. Paul Stone, Rex Byers, and myself. Tw- take a quick look at uh, my, my top plays here again. I just mentioned uh, Baylor, the best bet, so you know that. I've also played Villanova plus three and a half. Wildcats are home dogs in the morning against Creighton. Clemson plus six at NC State. Laid the five with Gonzaga against uh, the Gales. San Diego State minus one. And again, Baylor, the best bet. Let's get to Danielle Alvari, VSIN analyst. And uh, Danielle, seven and 18. One and four on the best bets. I thought she would come in on Gonzaga. She did not. She's on St. Mary's plus five. Her first four plays, Oklahoma State minus two. That's against K-State. USC minus two at Utah. UC Santa Barbara minus five and a half at UC San Diego. She's playing laying five and a half with the Gauchos. St. Mary's plus five in the best bet for Danielle. She's opposite Paul Stone. She's taking the Horned Frogs plus two. Best bet, TCU plus two. All right, that wraps up the Circuit College Hoops Challenge for week six. Hopefully we got a bunch of winners tonight. Tune in Saturday night if you get a chance. It's uh, my final Saturday night bet prep show, and I've got a loaded guest list. Three hours tomorrow night with Will Hill, Chad Andrus, Brad Powers, Lou Finicaro, JVT, and Dave Tooley. We're going to talk a variety of sports betting topics, topics here on uh, the show on Saturday night if you get a chance to tune in. All right, that wraps it up for um, the Friday Bet Prep Show. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.